0: Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton-Wood from the House of Judah, the Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton-Wood.
1: When you, you, God does some great things for you, when you're celebrating anniversaries, you Plan to thank God and appreciate God from your substance. Amen has gone. Amen, amen is louder. Amen. Shout amen. amen. Number four, madman of Gadara. This madman of Gadara, Jesus arrived at the Gadarenes shore. And this madman came furious. I mean the man had been living in, in, in the cemetery. The devil had bound this man to the extent that when he met Jesus, Jesus asked him, Who who, who are you? He says, I'm in charge of this entire territory. And there were legions of demons who had possessed this gentleman. And the Bible says that Jesus healed this man. And listen to what the gentleman said. I want to follow you, Jesus, everywhere you go. Listen to what Jesus said. He said, go in this way, don't follow me. Go throughout the whole of this region and go and testify of what God has done in your life as proof of your gratitude. So when God has been good to you, look at your neighbor and say, you testify. Say, you tell others. Say, you motivate others. You tell them what he has done for you. That's part of your your what? Outward show of what? Gratitude. Shout, Amen. Number five, write this down. Secret disciples of Jesus. Secret disciples of Jesus. There were secret disciples of Jesus who did not want to show themselves when Jesus was alive and well because of what they would say. These secret disciples of Jesus showed up when it mattered out of gratitude for what Jesus had made them to remove the scorn and disgrace and the shame of Jesus' body still hanging on the cross. Now, Nicodemus was a secret disciple of Jesus. Joseph of Arimathea were secret disciples of Jesus. Now when Jesus died, watch this. His body was hanging on the cross. Like many churches hanging in in certain places that now they can't go to church because of leisure centers and certain things that are closed. So churches churches cannot go into church premises or can't go into certain buildings to have their service. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because they don't own their own buildings. Jesus' body was hanging on the cross. Shame. Shame. This grace was coming to the body of Christ. Guess who showed up to show their gratitude for all that Jesus had done for them. John chapter 19, verse 38 to 42. And after this, watch this. Jesus' body is hanging on the tree. Nobody is claiming Jesus' body. It's just hanging there. Shame, disgrace. The savior of the world is hanging on a tree. And nobody is there to do anything about it. But thank God there's a remnant. I said, thank God there's a remnant. I said, thank God there's a remnant. There are some grateful people who will show up when the church is suffering from shame or disgrace or reproach. Shout a better amen. John chapter 19, 38 to 42. Watch this. And after this, Joseph of Arimathea. Watch this. Being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews. Besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Christ. And Pilate gave him leave. He came therefore and took the body of Jesus. And there also came Nicodemus, which at the first came to Jesus by night. And brought a mixture of mare and aloes, about a hundred pound weight. Then took they the body. So Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea came to take the body of Christ, which was hanging on the cross, when there was shame about to hit the body. These two secret disciples came and went to Pilate and said, Give us the body of Jesus. They did this because of what? Everybody shouted the word, Gratitude. Gratitude. Number six, Lydia. Everybody shouted, Lydia. So these people are all littered throughout the scriptures. Acts chapter 16, 13 to 15. And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by a riverside. Where prayer was being made. And we sat down. Now I want you to listen to this story very carefully. This lady is called Lydia. And we speak unto the women which resorted thither, And a certain woman named Lydia. A seller of purple. This was a business woman. Whose ministry had been impacted by Paul. The city of Thyatira. Which worshipped God. She heard us. Whose hearts the Lord opened. Then she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. Watch this. And when she was baptized and her whole house, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me faithful, come into my house and abide in my house. And she constrained them and said, You need to come and stay in my house. See, this woman was impacted by Paul's ministry and she decided... If you are coming to this town, you have nowhere to live. You must come and live in my house. That was her sign and proof of what? Her what? Gratitude. Am I hearing your amen there? Then the widow of Zarephath didn't have anything. Now, you say maybe the Lydia was a businesswoman. Now, a widow of Zarephath. See, when it comes to us expressing gratitude, it doesn't matter what our state is. You may be poor. You may be average. You may have just enough. You may have not enough. But God demands you still give thanks and give offerings. Your clapping will encourage you. The widow of Zarephath. 1 Kings 17. Look Look at the kind of person God sends Elijah to. A widow. No husband. Then Elijah comes and because he was not too sure what the woman's reaction would be when he tells her to give or tells her to show gratitude. He started by asking for water. Then when the woman was on her way to get water, then he said, bring me some food too. Are you there? Then the woman turned around and said, all I have is this little oil, little bread, this little dough. The man said, go and make me first. So Jesus is saying, I know your state, but give thanks, bring an offering, sow a seed, even in your state. And I'm going to turn your whole life. You see, you cannot understand this message with your mind. The, what I have for you this month, you can't understand it with your mind. You can't understand. It doesn't make sense, but it makes God. I I, have taken years. I was battling with God to teach this message. Because not everybody is mature enough to understand, especially in this COVID. But COVID or no COVID. Look at Jesus sent a man of God. To a widow, I find somebody who is employed to tell him to go to this particular place. He says, go to a widow. He says, I have appointed. That woman needed, she's a widow, she doesn't have any. Even her, her reaction when she saw Elijah was enough. All I have is this. And you're asking me to cook. He said, cook for me first. Jesus, God will say, Take care of this man of God first because I'm going to use him as an instrument to change your life. You see, man of God, are put into your life to, not to take from you, but to teach you things that will change your life. Amen. And when you act upon it and you get your blessings, you have to remember God and remember the church. You have to return back to the church and give God thanks. These are principles that work all the time. Shout amen. amen. Like we heard yesterday, prayer only is not a thing that will work. There are practical things you do and there are many, I pray, I'm a praying machine. I mean, when I'm not doing it, even when I'm going to prayer walk for one hour, I'm praying in tongue. I'm always praying, but I, I activate principles. I'm an activator of principles, serious principles. And what I have for you, I hope you smile better at the end of the service so that I can teach you the rest, the rest of the weeks. Because these are dangerous secrets. And I'm giving them to you. Because you deserve the best. The widow of Zarephah. Look at him, Widow. That's the one God said. See. Bishop, go and preach this message to these people in their COVID. That's like going to talk to a widow to tell her, give thanks. And then give an offering. And bless God and show appreciation. That's like sending me to the widows. But guess what? When the woman gave thanks. Cooked the bread or baked the bread. And gave the man of God first. Or God first. Guess what? The Bible says from that day. She never ran out of food. Before the end of this month. Somebody practicing this secret that I'm downloading. Before the end of this month. You will have a testimony. Let me hear you scream and shout and louder. I'm telling you. I did not come to take from you. I came to give to you. Trust me. I, I did not come to, I mean, you should know me better than, than that. You should know me better. There are 10 secrets I trade. I've been working for 20 solid years continuous. And you see, I looked at the plight of my people and I'm sure God will look at the plight of his people, not just here, but across the nations of the SS. Show them these secrets. You need to trade secrets. Nine to five. Your salary alone is not enough, ladies and gentlemen. That's your salary alone, your wages or your fellow, is not. You need to trade some secrets. And one of the secrets you trade, whether you're a widow, whether you have been furloughed, whether you have been fired, whether whatever it is, these secrets are non negotiable. It is only a pastor who wants to tickle your ears, who will lie to you and tell you, don't practice these things during COVID. Are you there? You will make it this year. I was listening to Pastor Matthew. who was saying things, saying things this morning. And I agree. 2021 will be your best. I said 2021 will be your best. If you believe it, wave your hands, shout and scream and make some noise. 2021 will be our best. You should see the theme for 2021. I went to look at it this week and I was frightened. I was wondering, should I use the real word that God gave me to give you? Because it looks strange to hear such a thing in 2021. But that's God and gave this to me. Hey, you remember one day I came to your God gave me the thing for each year for 20 years ahead. I just went to check it this week. It's, it's mind-blowing. And one of the things that trigger these prophecies are gratitude. Shunamite woman. Second Kings chapter 4. <laughs> What did a Shunammite woman do, Pastor Johnson? Shunammite woman looked at the man of God who had come to do crusades in town and looked at the husband and said, Let us build this man. This man of God comes into town to hold meetings. Let us build an upper chamber. Let's build a room for this man of God and finish it with everything. And when he comes into town, he won't go and stay in a hotel or motel, but he will stay in our house. When they did this for the man of God, fed the man of God. And, and when I'm using the word man of God, I'm talking about man of God. And they're doing it on behalf of God. He who receives a man of God is receiving God. If you resist a man of God, you are resisting God and keeping yourself from benefiting from the things he's teaching. That's why Paul said, I didn't come to take anything from you. He said, I came to give you. He says, "Bless, <laughs> build a house, a room for this man of God. Guess what? Apparently, they were the woman was barren, had been barren for many years. But when she provided the accommodation, one day, the man of God woke up and all that was in her mind was the welfare of this woman. So he called his servant Gehazi and said, what does this woman need in her life? Then Gehazi said, this woman hasn't got any child. Then she called the woman and said, because you have shown gratitude to me, to God and my ministry, a year from today, you will have a child. You see, there are blessings that men of God pronounce based on things we do for God. And they change our life. Guess what happened? The woman gave birth to a child. After many years. Years later, the woman's son died. Then she ran to the man of God who gave, him, who gave her the son. And the Bible says the man who came lay on the child and the child rose back to life. See, when God blesses you, it's not just for now. It's for the future. And our acts of gratitude, our acts of thanks, releases those blessings into our life. Let's close Dorcas. Everybody say Dorcas. Dorcas was a nita, pullovers, quilt. And the Bible said Dorcas died. And when Dorcas died, guess what? They sent for Peter. And said, Peter, Dorcas has always showed gratitude is always serving in the house of god He's a nita of pullover he said she does things for god as a sign of gratitude he said dorcas has died you need to come and raise her." guess what peter came prayed over the lady the lady got up gratitude when you are grateful to god and you show it in service even when you die you'll be raised back to life i see your career lifted back to life i see your business lifted back to life I see some of you's businesses open in this coming year in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Then let's close with the woman with the alabaster ointments. Wow. Everybody say wow. wow. This woman came. Women in the house, how precious is your hair? Women. How precious is the hair of women? Will you say very precious? This woman poured a perfume which she took a whole year's wages to buy. Poured it on Jesus' feet and used her hair to wash the perfume on Jesus' feet to prepare Jesus for his burial. What she was saying was, Because of everything you have done in my life, Jesus, there's nothing that I cannot give you. There is nothing that is too much to give to Jesus as a sign of gratitude. Come on, somebody scream the word gratitude, 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 gratitude. You know, there are times when we want to do certain things for Jesus and we are or for God or for church and we are counting pennies. This woman. Would not be limited. She prepared Jesus for what is coming. She prepared her church for what is coming. The question is, with this woman, she gave her whole year's salary, whole week's salary, whole month's salary to something that is very precious to her. She gave it all to Jesus. Bishop, are you asking me to give my whole salary? Is that what God is telling you? Do what do the best you can do to appreciate God for how long you have been in his church. Do the best. You can say thank you physically, but he says, say thank you. Then he says, bring an offering. Bring an offering. Shout hallelujah. Lift up your right hand and say in the name of Jesus. I will not be among the nine. Say, I will not be among the nine. Who will not return to say thank you? I will be the one that will return to say thank you for my immigration status, for my marriage, for my career, for my business, for my children, for my church, for my ministry in the name of Jesus. I am here today to return all the glory, to return all the glory, to return all the glory. In word and in deed, in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Shout, Amen. If you are watching right now and you haven't submitted your life to Jesus, you said, I want to be a part of this global, universal family of God. And I want to submit my life to Jesus. That is the greatest gift. To give your life to Jesus. So, you want to submit your life to Jesus... Stretch your hands towards the screen and say, Father, I acknowledge you as God. I acknowledge I am a sinner. Forgive me. Cleanse me by your blood in the name of Jesus. I believe you died on the cross and were raised from the dead. I confess with my mouth, Jesus as my Lord. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Shout Amen. If you pray that prayer, you've given your life to Christ and we'd like to send you some products that will help you to grow. So if you take the details, the email on the screen, bishopmhw at gmail.com and info at houseofjudah.org.uk. If you send your email to those email addresses and we'll get back to you, send you some products that will help you to grow. Glory to God. We are here every Sunday from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 for our live services and on Fridays for our prayer meetings. So we'd like to encourage you to join us on this platform, Facebook at House of Judah City Church or HOJ City Church. Once again, thank you for joining us and submitting your life to Jesus. You are welcome to the Universal Family. Shall we put our hands together to thank God for these people who have given their life to Jesus? We see not, but we believe. Shout amen.
0: Hallelujah. In every seed is a forest, and in every follower is a leader. Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised is an insightful book by one of the leading authorities on leadership, Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. People are not disadvantaged. They are just ignorant. Shows you some of the steps and qualitative processes involved in how leaders evolve through nurture and development
1: leaders are not born millionaires are not born wealthy people are not born they are made you become what you want to be by the choices you make in life you are not born rich i mean from your mother's womb on your face rich system rich you may have been born to rich parents, but you were not born rich on your face You became rich by things you did. Or became poor by the things you did or did not do. You see, it's all about choices. Live here and start making some changes. What kind of future do you see? Paint your pictures from the scriptures. Pick your future. What kind of business do you want? Ordinary business like everybody else. Or the one that people travel far and near to look for.
0: Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised in insightful book by Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. Available in paperback and on Kindle. Please call 0208-689-6010 or visit www.houseofjuda.org.uk and order your copy today.